Welcome to the No New Friends Podcast, the podcast for adults who love to laugh at adulting. In this episode, Chris tells us all about his day at New York Megacon. Then we discuss running activities and running fun and an inspirational running story. Then we talk about a controversial topic, and that's the resignation of Raiders former head coach John Gruden. As a disclaimer, when the conversation first started, we had not heard the comments nor seen the comments. Midway through the conversation, you're going to hear Chris bring to our attention what Coach Gruden actually said. And finally, Mary tells us what kind of a cult she would run if she were to start a cult. And now it's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. What are a few things that I love? Murder, obviously, right? I yes. love psychology. Obviously. Do you know what else I love? Chris, you may not know this. Scott does. Carbs. Um, uh, potatoes. Uh, vodka. In all forms. Potatoes. Potatoes in all forms. French I know. fries. Yep. Soup. Eating things you're allergic to. Complaining um, no, about pimples I, on your face. I love cults. Yes, you do love cults. Oh. I love The cults. Indianapolis cults? <laughs> no, like. Oh, I, like. like, no. like C-A-U. Um, wait. C-U-L-T-S. C-U-L-T-S, not C-O-T-S. Do you know what Scott doesn't like? Spelling. Spelling. Scott really loves vowels because he tried to put a lot of them in that spelling. Can I get a vowel, please? Now it's time for the No New Friends Podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. Come on at 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. That's right. You're listening to the No New Friends Podcast, voted number one by our friends and family. We are the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. Please connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Check out our merch and join our Patreon. All of our links are at our brand new website. That's nonewfriendspodcast.com. Go over there. You can see all sorts of fun stuff like uh, photos of us and photos of all the uh, the regular characters that come on this show and then some more it's going to be a living breathing thing so check that out join our mailing list i'll figure out at some point how to pull information from it join our patreon as a reminder all money made from patreon subscriptions during the month of october and november will be donated to the gina mcreynolds foundation that's teamgina.org if you don't know about teamgina.org just go back and listen to the episode blue skidoo weekend too my name is Scott, and I am the host. With me, as always, my co-host. I'm an architect for her pain, the queen of the sun rail, Mary. Mary! And our producer, the scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris. You had me at hello. Oh, that's a nice little uh, Jerry Maguire. That wasn't even from a movie. Oh, it's from Jerry Maguire? Oh. How did you not? Oh, that's how oh, young I was just he talking is. about you guys. Oh, oh. Uh, hey, so can I make a big announcement, Chris? I mean, it was uh, public on... Uh, it's official now. Yeah, it's official. Yeah. So Chris is the brand new fourth member of the Diz His podcast, and I couldn't be happier for him that uh, he's going to be taking that Thank on you. and being on a, a 
very well-known podcast. Diz His was just recognized. They're number 23 in the top 100 uh, must-listen-to Disney podcasts. Is that right? They're in like the top? Yeah, number 23. Yeah, we, we, um, we got to number 23. I think we're in the mid-20s and then moved up to 23. Yeah, and I think that I think had a lot to do with you. you. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd you kind of pushed them over that 25 and got them into the top 25. I have a suggestion, Chris. Um, yes. So you know how sometimes you get the wackadoos that uh, ask you to send them things but not charge them as much? And, um, yes, yeah, yes, so, I'm very familiar with yeah, that. So next time you can say yes, but I need to see that you've subscribed and like um, <laughs> the No New Friends podcast and maybe this is. I don't know. Not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not a bad idea. That's a great yeah. idea, Chris. You're welcome. Yeah, You're put it on my little. Uh, I have these little thank you cards. I put it with all my stuff. They will put a little plug you for the podcast. You should put a QR code. A little, yeah, I love it. I love it. Just ways to to spread the good word of new new friends. Spread podcast. the gospel. Oh, one better. I have a QR code on the thing already. I can just add the yeah, website over the QR see? code. Brilliant. Brilliant. I just want to know super... why you haven't done this yet. It's because this was like our have you on my marketing I think team. this was like our 90-day trial run and you were like waiting to see if you wanted to stick around and you're gonna like stay in the relationship. That's what I'm gonna renew. With us. You're gonna renew? That's yeah, great. I'm gonna renew. Yes, I am going to oh, renew. Good. Yes. That makes good. me feel good. Wonderful. But congratulations, Chris. Uh, if you yeah. haven't heard Thank the you. This Is podcast, please check it out. It's a great, great podcast. I listen to it every Tuesday. As soon as their episode drops, I listen to it in the morning. And Chris has been on the last couple episodes and brings a very uh, unique humor to an already entertaining show. So uh, I, I'm I'm very excited to see where Diz is is going to go next because they're already like reaching for the stars. Now they're going to reach for the Milky way or some shit like that. <laughs> I love Milky ways, especially the dark ones. The dark ones are the best, <laughs> right? Oh, me gusta. So Chris, you got a day out, uh, this did. weekend, didn't you? You and, uh, tell us, I'll tell us all about that. So first of all, let's address the man flu in the room. I am sick. This is your flu game. This is this is my literal flu game. <clears throat> um, I, I sent it to you through through virtual studio. And you look, I just want to make a note that you both traveled and both got sick. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. So the, you traveled too, though. Scary. I didn't get sick. Yeah, it's true. Or maybe you did, but we just it, it's just worse for us. Oh, it is. It is. that does. That's a big gene. point for your man flu. Yeah. Guys, I'm an ally. I told you. Continue on, Chris. So um, I am a little nervous because I uh, thought this was just a run on the mill cold. Because, uh, But I did see on my Facebook right before I got on that a uh, case of West Nile virus uh, was discovered in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. So now I have that to worry about. I'm pretty about, sure that's what you have. Wonderful. I think that's yeah. got to be it. So. That's that's it. I think that's, this is the end. You know what fixes that? I'm not sure what fixes West Nile virus. No, I think I don't know. Remember that I grew up in Polk County, but I think it is methamphetamines. I'm not positive, but that's <laughs> oh, that's what that I've sense. been told. That makes sense. That, like what I've heard is it'll cure you up real good. So well, I can take a trip down to Florida and pick some uh, methamphetamines up, and catch COVID, uh, and then yeah, then but it'll cure, cure the, you right up. Nile yeah, and, it'll. All right, yeah. we'll, 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 I'll be the trial. I'll be the trial. Okay, are you going to visit us or are you just going to pretend like you don't know us like you did when you sent out wedding invites? I don't know. It's it's meth. It, it, it's meth and gone. It's meth and gone. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. I got a meth and roll. <laughs> I don't have to go too far into Florida to, to get the plug on That's meth. That's true. Sure, I don't so think I'm not, you I'm even not have to go all the way down. across the border. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. They just they hand it to you in a goodie bag. <laughs> Welcome, center. Here's some orange juice and meth. <laughs> <laughs> 
I did have a day out. I went to New York Comic Con with a very good friend of mine, and uh, I started my journey. I hate trains. I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry, Jared. I hate trains. I hate public trains. Uh, public transportation in the area is not the best. I like uh, Hogwarts Express trains. They're pretty cool, but the, the trains near us are not that. So what I did was I could have gotten on a train about 20 minutes from uh, where I live. So I could have taken a 20 minute car drive to the station, hour and a half on the train to New York City. But what did I do? I drove all the way up to the top of New Jersey, an hour and a half, and hopped on a 20 minute train into New York City. So I wouldn't have to be on the train for an hour and a half. It's that bad. It's that bad. I know which you train you're pictures. talking about too. I know I, which I, train it is because I, <laughs> I was just I on said, it. It was Newark Penn Station. Yeah, I was just <laughs> on it. It was uh, not like the sunroof, huh, Mary? No. So yeah, unless the sunroof pumps in the scent of weed. Oh yes, which it, this, which the uh, Newark Penn Station trains wasn't just the one train. It was uh-huh. always on the one coming back as well. So that is in fact in their uh, in their air vents, all of the trains. I think my favorite so, part was the video that you sent us, where it looked oh, like I was you were like stay in the middle of an earthquake, and you're like, hey. Oh yeah, yeah. Just I, I sent them a video because like, you can't even make it up. Now, mind you, iPhones have video stabilization. <laughs> So that was so the swaying that you saw was way worse than what it was in the video. So the train train was swaying, a very rough ride. Uh, we I, I didn't even know that trains could just slam on the brakes, but they they yeah. can. Trains do slam on the brakes. That happened a couple times. On top of all this, I had two conductors sit down uh, right next to me in the uh, not next to me because I put my backpack uh, next to me so no one could sit next to me. Good move, solid move. I do it every day. Yeah. Yes, and look unapproachable. Exactly. So I uh, I took my hat off and I put all my hair in front of my one of my eyes. So I look like a goth kid from middle school. <laughs> They're like, are you a member of My Chemical Romance? More people would block, I think. I so the people on the, uh, the, the conductors were talking about um, all the things that they have hit as conductors while driving the train, Wonderful. which was an interesting conversation to say the least. How many people? Um, I, I, I tried to, um, I, I undid my one AirPod as soon as I heard that conversation. So I did miss the beginning. I did miss their body count on, um, <laughs> on homicides. So then they started saying, I, I don't know. They started talking about sandwiches. So I zoned out and then all I hear is, yeah, man, if you like grabbing ass or pickpocketing the, the, the train platform is a perfect spot for you. What? Like, oh, okay, sir. You're like, I actually enjoy both of those things. I'll be here regularly. So needless <laughs> to say, I spent a few hours on the, on the, uh, train station on the platform before I went, <laughs> before I went to New York. I'm very rich now. Or so, did your bucket grabbed a lot? Which one? <laughs> if you guys need six or seven Rolexes, let me <laughs> Got know. It. So going to New York, and I kid you not, the first three minutes I was in New York, I wanted to go home because New York is the most disgusting place on earth. No, you know what? No. Uh, New Jersey is the most disgusting place on earth. I, 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 that, that's how you know I was in a gross area, Scott, because I'm saying it was disgusting there. <laughs> it was the area I was in. It was the area. What part, what part of New York? It was um, outside of Madison Square Garden walking towards, um, it was like, it was the outer rim of, of uh, Times Square. So it <laughs> the was outer like, rim. It, yeah, it was really sketchy characters. The people who weren't wearing masks should have been because they had no teeth. Every single one of them. So me and my friend are walking down and I kid you not, two blocks into our travel to um, the Javits Center, uh, we were offered drugs by, by a nice gentleman and... Um, we're passing by like a uh, some some store and somebody was doing a delivery. He looks at my friend. He's carrying boxes in his hand, and he looks at my friend. He goes, "Open the door," just like that. Not, "Hey, can you get the door?" Open the door. 
And like we we had to open the door. He had a good point. He had he had boxes in his hands. What were we gonna do? Say no? Yeah. So we were yeah forcibly told to open a door. We were offered drugs. Oh, I've never ever ever felt the need to wear a mask outside until I was in New York City. <laughs> the, every other block, they had these these COVID testing vans, and people were in line to get tested. And you had to like go in between the people to to yeah to get to where you were going, which was like very very unsettling yeah great i mean it's great it's like having to walk through a, a horde of zombies through you know the, in the walking dead yes. and you have to cover yes. yourself with the zombie guts so that they can't smell you it's kind of the same thing terrifying yeah yeah terrifying I can imagine when i was there it, i didn't feel like that maybe we were just in completely different areas i like to stay like close to like 90 91st street you know, like yeah, this was this was like negative third street. Yeah. This was really bad, Mary. This was really bad. So, and and on top of all this, my friend uh, had he he put the GPS on his phone to get to the place. We went the total opposite direction, so we had to go through that same neighborhood to go back to where we we're supposed to go. So anyway, New York. Picture it, Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> we make it to the Javits Center. Comic Con was really cool. I don't even know if I said what I was yeah, doing. I, I went to Comic Con. I did. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah you so I went it. to. Okay. Comic-Con is this uh, comic convention. That's why it's called Comic-Con. So I go there. I don't read comics. Very, very brilliant uh, <laughs> name there. Very original. I'm sure a lot. there was probably more thought put into that name than Sherman Brothers. <laughs> On the same level for sure. Right. So we get there and it's awesome. We had to it was it was very we felt very safe in there because we had to show our um we had to download an app to get like basically a vaccine passport to get in so only people that were vaccinated were allowed in yeah that's illegal here in florida you can't you get <laughs> shot you get shot right on the spot of they ask you for your card so so um you actually have to prove that you haven't gotten vaccinated to get into places right. out of florida from <laughs> right my, right from what i've heard yeah we're, we're not gonna allow any of those sheeple in here <laughs> So I don't really read comics. My friend reads comics. So I spent the majority of my money on, I really like original art. I like supporting like young, like independent artists. So um, the coolest thing happens. So there was this girl who, do you guys watch what we do in the shadows or are you familiar mm -hmm. with the movie at all? So in the show, uh, Nandor the Relentless, uh, there was this girl did art of him and it was like a really funny, like, but really good piece of art. So I, I bought it from her and I said, can you sign it for me? I like when the artist signed the, the print for me and she looks at me confused. She goes, really? I was like, yeah. She goes, no one's ever asked me to sign one of my posters before. And I just Aww. thought that was like such a cool moment because that's something that like, that'll keep her going. That'll keep her like, yeah. you know, pursuing her dream. Look at you. That's sprinkling happiness all over the place. No. That was an awesome moment. Uh, a total 180 of that. <laughs> I went to this guy who is a Disney animator and he worked on, and I bought prints from him at last Comic-Con. One's actually hanging up in my, uh, in my house. And he, uh, he worked on Lilo and Stitch and he worked on um, uh, Moana. So I bought stuff from him last time. First of all, with inflation or whatever you want to call it, uh, the prints last year were like three for thirty. This year they're like three for fifty. Whoa. Very expensive wow, this year. So wow. I had to be very picky on. Yeah. So I go to this guy. This guy has tens of thousands of followers on Instagram. He sees thousands of people at Comic Con. I go up to him and I go uh, and they ask me if I need any help. He comes up to me. And I said, hey, I actually bought prints off you in 2019. Mind you, this was two years ago because they, they missed a Comic-Con last year because of COVID. Right. And I bought prints off you in 2019. He goes, he goes, oh my gosh, I remember you. 
What? And that was so off-putting. That was so off- like it was such a like a turnoff because I'm like, oh my, that was like the sleaziest thing to say. Like, why can't you say, oh, I appreciate you? Yeah. Oh, I remember you. Like, come on, man. No, you don't. Why is that sleazy? Because he doesn't remember me. What I buy? I would ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't remember. He was just saying that. Oh, so you think he was being condescending? Hundred percent. Oh, okay. yeah. What a jerk. So then, so then I I, I spend my sixty dollars on all my stuff, which I mean, I got awesome stuff. I go, I know, but it was so good, such good art, so good. I got the hat box ghost. I got Figment and Dreamfinder. Oh, on the original. Oh, cool. it was, it was really good stuff. <laughs> Scott yeah. needs a cigarette and change of underwear now. <laughs> 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 like, this guy was awesome. So when I'm leaving, he goes, "Remind me of your name again." Like, no. you don't remember my name. You should tell him something weird. Like, my name is Sherman. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 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 Sherman. Oh, yeah, I knew. I, I thought I remember. Oh, yeah, I remember. so that was the – but um, but I before we – before we're up against the uh, the break, but I did meet Jeff Kaufman, who we did uh, real – who me and Mary did real oh, last with a couple cool. weeks ago. Yeah. He had a booth there. I actually found him on accident. I was turning on the corner. He had, like, one of the best spots in the convention. It was right on the corner. And, yeah, he actually was nice enough to to sign a, a graphic novel and gave it to me. He was a really nice guy um, and had some really cool stuff. But it was a really cool place to uh, to see and support independent artists. Marvel and DC both pulled out of this convention. Really? So, there were... Yeah, because the, the they didn't even sell out the tickets. Like the day of, they were emailing me like, "Hey, get your get your Comic Con wow. tickets." Yeah. So, but it was that that was cool because it made a lot more room for all the independent artists and all the people that are like kind of pursuing their dreams and stuff. So it was really cool to see. So does that mean that like the stars from Marvel and and DC? the movies and stuff wouldn't be there or do they still go? So I guess, I guess it has to do with like, so there was no like Marvel movie or Marvel TV show panels. Uh, Hopper from stranger things was there. Anakin Skywalker, Christian Hadenson. He was there. The coolest guy that I, they were meet and greets. He had to pay a lot of money to see them. But the coolest person I saw in person was the creator of Deadpool, like right there in the flesh signing things. Oh wow. Which is pretty neat. They're, They're like right on the floor. You can, you know, get your comics or whatever signed by them. So that was really cool. I don't know a lot of the comic people my friend does. So my friend was like fangirling about all oh, this guy did that and that guy did that. I have no idea what he's talking about, but it was cool to see him excited. You're like, I just, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> La- last Comic-Con, I paid $50 to meet Ninja, the Fortnite guy. Do you know who I'm talking about? Nope. They got the blue hair. I have no uh, idea. Ask your sons, I mean, Mary. I know all know. the dances, but I don't know who yeah. does them. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll know who it okay. is. But this year, I did not pay $50 for anything. It was um, not worth it because of that plexiglass. You have to stand in between. And the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, they I just can't didn't breathe be on like, me, hey. and I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to pay for it. I want to get their germs. Yeah. I want to catch. I want to contract something from these people. I don't want to just, you know, be safe. Oh. So, but yeah, it was a great time. Uh, New York City sucks. Newark sucks even worse. Newark is like Gotham, but on meth. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm. I'm glad I'm south of all that. Literally and geographically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, you are listening to the New New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. What is it that you do here? Merchandising. Merchandising? Merchandising. 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 That's right. The No New Friends podcast now has merchandising. Please visit the merchandise link in our link tree. That's link, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash No New Friends podcast. Or you can go directly to T, that's T-E-E, public dot com slash user slash N-N-F. Get your No New Friends merchandise today. 
Hey, new, new friends, listeners. If you're anything like me, you don't have the desire or time to clean your own house. That's why I've been using I Believe Services for the last five to six years. They are your one-stop shop for all of your cleaning needs. They do commercial, house cleaning, vacation homes, post-construction, party cleanup, deep cleaning, move in or move out, pressure washing, laundry, inside cabinets, fridge, oven, and much more. Call them today, 407-928-4595. Check them out on Facebook or their website, I Believe Services. Services.us. Hey, this is Mike and Tom, and you're listening to the No News No No News with No, no New no. Friends podcast. Goodbye. Hey, this is Mike and New Friend. No, no. Oh, you say and Tom. You want to know New Friends? No, you say and Tom. And Tom. Hey, all right, go. Take forty. Hey, this is Mike and Tom, and we're with the Gina McReynolds Foundation. And thank you for listening to the No News. No, God. Hey, this is Mike and Tom, and we're with the Gina McReynolds Foundation, and you're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. And Tom! Welcome back to the No New Friends Podcast with Scott Mary. And Chris, as always, just check out our, our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. All of our links are there to merchandise, to Patreon, anything you need, it's right there, nonewfriendspodcast.com. So I've got a, a boo update for you guys. Uh, you know, last episode I was talking about how... Uh, oh. How you were running through people's yards with no pants on, yes. giving candy to children. Yes, continue on. Yep, so both... Uh, both uh, both houses, uh, both neighbors came up to me the other day and were like, what in the actual hell was that? Because <laughs> they saw the ring? Yeah, they saw their ring. They saw me run over and they're like, look at this dumbass. I'm like, I, I can't believe these ring videos haven't surfaced on our neighborhood Facebook page of my dumbass <laughs> running through your yard. I'd pay for that. <laughs> I know, right? We could put it on our on our website. That would be a great video. <laughs> So had this really cool thing happen in my neighborhood on Monday, uh, yesterday. Well, for me, it was yesterday for the rest of the world last week. And, and I sent you guys pictures and videos. One of our neighbor's daughters, she's 19 years old, ran the virtual Boston Marathon in our neighborhood. Oh. So did all 26.2 miles. So she was just like running laps around the neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like the largest ring around the neighborhood is about 1.2 miles. So she probably did that about 25 times, 24, 25 wow. times. And the story is even more impressive. She was adopted at eight years old from China and had some neurological issues, also some physical issues with her gait. They never thought that she'd be able to learn to ride a bike or even run or anything like that. So like there's this huge story behind it. And and I wish I would have known about it beforehand because I would have encouraged them to, hey, let's get this on the news or something. You yeah. know, it, yeah, it's a right? great story. So what's really cool about it, and this is what I love about my neighborhood, is the mom put something out on Facebook about it and everybody made signs and put them in their yard. So uh, around the entire her entire route, it's it's run girl run. Uh, so one day you're going to fail, but today's not that day, you know, just Aww. inspirational things all around the neighborhood. And then in front of her house, like they, they got like those professional lawn signs made and put in the front yard. And then we have it's this, amazing. like, we have this, like, we call it weed park because when they, when they were doing work on it, <laughs> it just overgrew, but it's, um, it's just this green area. And that was where the ending was. So there was another yard sign and that's where 
the entire neighborhood oh, wow. because we kept getting Facebook updates. The I, there was probably about not the entire neighborhood. There was probably about fifty of us that waited at the finish line as she crossed the finish That's line. And we so had poppers cool. and cowbells and air horns, and it was really really neat. Did someone spray her with champagne? No, 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 no. She's the only nineteen. Sucks. Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Scott, I did I did the same thing? I did the Boston Marathon virtually. Um, although I didn't run it, so I had people on my lawn with signs that just said, you piece of shit, like, you're a disgrace. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I just wanted the free t-shirt. So that's the inspirational part of the story. Here's, here's oh, where, oh, here's, oh, my, no. here's my dumbass of the story. So first of all, my wife in the morning is like, hey, you know, that girl's running the neighborhood. Let's put some signs up. I'm like, where are we going to put signs up? She's like, I don't know the window, like upstairs. And I'm like. <laughs> Oh no! But the Beetlejuice sign. I can't cover up the Beetlejuice sign. <laughs> that's the only window that's got visibility. It's the size of a post-it. It's gonna cover up the Beetlejuice sign. I can't. I cannot commit to anything. Look, I, I wasn't gonna put up any sign because first of all, I was like, she's not gonna, she's not gonna look up in the windows. Uh, and then I wished I would have driven around the neighborhood before I committed to being lazy. Because people just took their Amazon boxes, boxes, cut them open, you know, and, and wrote signs on it and, you know, stapled it to their mailbox <laughs> or something. Like, I was like, damn, why didn't I just do that? Like, that's so much uh, easier. So you're telling us that you just like use body paint and you did something weird like that, didn't you? <laughs> you like had something spelled out on your chest. Oh, why didn't I do that? That would have been the best. No, I did no. Not. I did not. So we got we got the notification that she was like on the home stretch. So I'm thinking she's on like the last lap. So I'm downstairs. I've got to go upstairs, get dressed real quick. And I put on the usual outfit, my Hawaiian shirt and fedora, because, you know, this moment was all about me and uh, run down the <laughs> stairs, almost trip over my dog and drive up to the finish line. Now, this pro, pro, poor girl has been running 25 miles in the neighborhood, and my fat ass couldn't even walk a mile from my house to Weed Park. Not even a mile. Not even a mile. I drove, and I parked right by Weed Park. So, so, Were you like, do you want to lift back? Like, back to your house? <laughs> so, you know, I'm there, and of course, I'm Mr. Funny Guy. You know, I'm making jokes about how... Uh, you know, I was going to run a lap with her, but uh, I twisted my ankle yesterday and I couldn't do it, you know, <laughs> but uh, anyway, it was it was it was a really, really cool thing to be a part of. And, uh, you know, it was very inspirational. And, you know, it was so exciting to see so many neighbors that don't don't know this family or maybe they, you know, some do, some don't. But it was everybody coming together to to cheer this girl on. It was it was really neat. And. Every, you know, once people woke up, every time she did a lap around their house, you know, they're out there honking their horns. So, like, they made a really big deal out of it. That's really, That's really cool. cool. Yeah, I like stuff like that. Yeah, it, it, it was a yeah. neat story. Now, do you think uh, running as a hobby is like a sign of maybe a, a mental instability? Have you ever tried to run for a, a hobby? Yes, I did. For yeah, Mary did before she got COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And that, see, I, I, I did during the pandemic and I, um, and I'm so happy that I dropped dropped that hobby because I don't I don't you're sore your knees start hurting it, it sucks the whole time I started yeah. riding a bike it's the best because you're sitting down the whole time that sounds nice I I haven't taken up uh, bike riding but when I would run I would run like long distances and I tore my ACL too like a little while ago so I have one bad knee and that's how of, you know of you've course hit middle you age. tore your ACL I mean like. <laughs> Did you did you rupture an Achilles? Maybe a, t a tear in your hamstring? I'm just gonna wait until you're finished. I'm 
trying to talk about my my uh running hobby that now I can make it I did run like eight miles the other night, but I was like hot pissed off and sometimes that'll just help me go for that's it. Like a, that's like a very impressive uh, amount of miles to just run. Like you just said it like you like you took your like when I take my trash out, I just took the trash out. You're oh, I just ran eight miles the other night. Like it was nothing. Yeah, I'm winded from the couch to the fridge. Like I can't even imagine. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying it was pretty. Like I was like definitely dying from 0.2 miles all the way back. But the way I do it is this long loop to get back to my house. So even if I turn back, it still sucks. Like you can't turn oh. around. It's like a Willy Wonka. You must go forward to go back. So I did that. But I don't do it as often anymore. It does suck. I don't love it. Sometimes it's nice to just like be with your own thoughts. But also my own thoughts suck sometimes. So I just yeah. put on dirty rap music and go with that. Oh, there you go. Usually my thoughts are, why drugs. are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Scott, when was the last time you ran? Well, the ice cream truck came by last weekend, and I was running uh, was running after the ice cream truck. <laughs> no, Chris, I the last time I ran, I mean, I-, I He ran his mouth a lot. It's probably 20 years ago. I, I mean, or or the last time I played basketball, and I couldn't even tell you when that was. I, I ran cross country in high school, which was- did you ran? Yeah, I did. I was in a, I was- I was okay. Like I was either, I, I would flip flop between the number seven guy on varsity, which would be the last guy on varsity or the uh-huh. number one guy on JV. Like I, I flip flop back and forth. So like I was okay. I enjoyed running in cross country at, during the meets because we would go through wooded areas and it was, you know, nice scenic view. And especially if you only had to do the lap one time. Like if they mapped out a three mile course, that was the best because you're only r- running by something one time. Oh, yeah, um, it's not bad. Or you know, it, I, but I love that. I I did love when we had practice and practice is just running. Uh, but we'd run from my high school <laughs> to the old Amway Arena before that got torn down because it was about I don't know six miles away or whatever. So we would do you know a three mile run one day, a six mile ten. I I enjoyed it. I I don't know. Because it's so damn hot here, and I and, and also I don't like waking up super early in the morning. I don't know that I would say it would be fun now, but I if I did lose some weight and I did quit smoking, I, I probably would run because it's you know I, I don't know it's I don't want to say it's fun, but it I guess it's that feeling of accomplishment. I can't lift weights. I mean, I drove by a gym yesterday and I'm sore no, today. No, no. <laughs> I will not allow this to happen. Why do you do that? Why do you do that? So there's this race that I do here in Lake Mary. It's called the Donut Day 5K. And that sounds perfect. Just a, yeah, it's, it's really like, it's a super fun race. Like it's short. It's just a 5K, but everybody like dresses up in wacky clothes, like tutus and like wears in, like clothing with donuts on it and stuff. Uh, but the metal they give you is like a, a plush donut. Like it's like not even a metal. Oh, that's it's amazing. It's like a plush donut, but they have champagne and donuts at the end. But it's like a whole neighborhood thing because we run through like neighborhoods and like people have signs and they like carry on. And I'm like, we're only running three miles, but thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> you guys are going to laugh, but that, that metal, uh, getting that donut metal. So when I um, reminded me when during the pandemic, I started running. Because there was literally nothing else to do than just run. I Disney came out with their virtual marathons. So I did a virtual, oh my gosh, I, I, I forgot what it was. I think it was like 10 miles or something. Mm-hmm. 
and I split it up into so many different days. But the only reason why I did it is because I'm a, I'm a hoarder and, and, a, and a collector of unique uh, obscurities. <laughs> obscurities. <laughs> and, I, and I wanted the medal so bad because it, it was a Millennium Falcon medal with Chewbacca that spun around. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so I got the medal. Do you want, do you want a Team Gina medal? Because I didn't actually <laughs> run. I just drank a lot of beer. <laughs> I uh that's that's <laughs> so I signed that I signed up for that. I got the medal. I did the run. It took me a week, but I did the run. There was no rules. You could just run as yeah, you know the 10 miles as many so anyway. So I'm I'm running consistently every day. And I so I signed up for a half marathon. Nice uh, through, through Disney again, right? I hurt my back and they still send you the stuff. <laughs> so right, I haven't run. Yes, I haven't run for like, oh my gosh, a year because of my back. And um, they sent me the medal and the shirt. And every time I look at it, I'm just disgusted because I like I, I can't I can't wear the shirt because I know I didn't do the run. No, you didn't the do medal, it. The medal's just in a box somewhere. Oh, it, just, it disgusts me. Yeah, but I still have it. It's really cool looking. But yeah, I can never I can never wear the shirt until I do the run. Yeah, so you could send it to me. I'll take it. Oh, stop. <laughs> um, so I used to do a lot of races. Like I would sign up for every race I saw that came through. I really that, that's that's the, like not surprising at all that you love to run because I'm not mentally stable. I got it. You have to be um, a little crazy. A little and crazy. You, and and you're you're just ties to to murder and to, yeah. Like, I, I just feel like, like there's that, a lot of things yeah. that line up any hoozle so i am um, i have a little sister that has rett syndrome so mm-hmm. she's wheelchair bound so she can't you know like walk or anything like that so uh-huh. i had this little like sign thing made for her and it says i run for you and i all of my medals go there and she keeps them in the oh, room, like above her little that's bed cool. and stuff yeah so i like i did a spartan super a couple of years ago oh and my we gosh were the, we were the Rhett racers and it like, oh, yeah, cool. like all that's neat stuff on it. It was cool. Yeah. But now I'm a like crappy sister. Cause like, I'm not running sh- anything. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> it's like one of those parkour ones, isn't it? That Spartan one. Uh, yeah. So the one we did was. It's like savagery, right? Yeah. It was just under 10 miles and like 30 obstacles. Uh, but one of them, you had to carry a like five gallon bucket of gravel. For half what? a mile, but like up and down different no. stuff. No. Yeah. That's it not was fun. It, I mean, look at my I have no upper body strength. Are you kidding me? It was rough. And you had to roll under like bob wire and like try to climb on things with just your fingertips. <laughs> wait, um, wait, now now a race like that, there's gotta be the, I can only imagine like the board meeting, all these people in suits, probably very overweight. They're like, all right, how what, what's the dumbest thing you think we can make people do and pay us to do it? And we'll just yeah, give these little No, look, I'm telling you right now, so the last <laughs> obstacle obstacle before you're done you have to like and it's cold i think i did it in december you have to dunk under the water and swim under a wall like under the wall and then come back up get out of the water and then no and then leap over fire and that's the finish line let's see if we can kill them First, we'll try to drown them, and if they don't, and if, if they make it out alive, we'll try to burn them alive. No, I'm telling you right now, I was like, when I got done, they were trying to like give you like water and bananas and stuff, and I was like, no, thank you. I went to a bar and had a martini and French fries and vomited immediately. Uh. <laughs> Awful idea. Anyways, I mean, I feel like uh, that's like let's spin a wheel and uh, we'll just put words we, together, yeah. and we're gonna make an <laughs> obstacle. Like, I'm okay. telling you, yes. First, yes. you have to shove an entire bag of marshmallows in your mouth. <laughs> you can't swallow it, and you have to say, I'm a chubby bunny. Then you spit that out, 
Okay, then you have to swim across a lake, uh, an alligator infested lake with uh, <laughs> with two uh, raw steaks attached to your hips. Uh, and then and then you, you, you get out of that. And like, what, what are they, they doing? We're going to make them pay us to do this. Yeah. We're going to charge seventy five dollars. <laughs> yeah, I no, it was expensive, too. It's an expensive <laughs> race, y'all. Like, it's a big deal. And I really wanted to get they have like this giant metal if you do the trifecta. So they have three types. So they have the. um. I think they call it the Sprint, the Super, and then the Beast. I only did the Super. The Beast oh. is a half marathon with more obstacles. And a lot of times they schedule them like later. So it's like dark and cold and shitty. <laughs> I have an idea. Let's do a No New Friends virtual marathon. We're going to charge $50 a person. And the marathon is you're going to have to uh, listen to each one of our episodes. You're going to have to subscribe to the to our YouTube channel. You're going to have to yep, subscribe yep. on uh, on all streaming platforms. And we'll send you a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's a great idea. Jared said, it's an instant recipe for dumbasses. <laughs> correct. Correct. Um, I am a dumbass. I, I liked it, though. I, at the end, I was like, yeah, I carried a bucket of gravel. Yeah, give me more gravel. Yeah. Give me more. <laughs> God, I'm exhausted just listening to that story. It was rough, y'all. It was rough. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Before we come back, we're going to have our next content creator spotlight, and that's with Dane from the YouTube channel Big Beautiful Disney. Great interview coming up. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. Disney? Do you love finding out fun facts about your favorite attractions or restaurants? Then you must try Diz His, the Disney History Podcast. Joe, Alex, and Jen will keep you entertained as they deep dive into all things Disney. Visit DizHis.com or follow us on all social media at DizHis65. We even have a YouTube channel. Just search DizHis anywhere, and I hope you give us a listen. Welcome to another edition of our content creator spotlight on the No New Friends podcast. I am joined in virtual studio tonight by Dane from Big Beautiful Disney. Dane, how are you today? I'm doing good, Scott. How are you? Man, I'm fantastic. I just love hearing your voice, and unfortunately, I can't see uh, <laughs> see those beautiful locks that you have, but uh, I'm just going to imagine, and that sounded really creepy. <laughs> Yeah, Riverside zooms in like way, and it was like you could only see my nose and my my eyes. So I was like, I'm gonna keep the camera off for this one. <laughs> all right. So first of all, um, Dane, you're the host of the, or you're the, I don't know, you're the owner of the channel. You've got a YouTube channel. It's called Big Beautiful Disney. What is, what is your your channel all about? Well, I, yeah, I'm the owner of it because I have other people that help me. So I'm not really the host, but I'm, I'm the owner. What it basically is, is a stop for all Disney fans, Disney Parks fans to get history or just my general thoughts of stuff. And interviews of other Disney celebrities that are around the uh, community, I guess you could say, with uh, Dane interviews. But most of my most of my content is just information on the past of Disney, celebrating that kind of stuff. 
That's awesome. You, you're you're kind of a, you know, you're 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 a young dude. You're still in school, but you have this old soul for Disney culture. Like your favorite attractions are old school attractions that that I don't even know that you got to experience all of them. Like uh, Wonders of Life Pavilion, Horizons, and that's super interesting. Yeah, didn't didn't get to experience those. Right, right. Most of the most of the ones that are my favorite, I'm saying. They're really not my favorite because they didn't really get to experience them. But the ones that are my favorites, I didn't actually get to experience. And if you've never experienced the Wonders of Life Pavilion, Dane's got a video. Dane takes you on a tour of the Wonders of Life (laughs) Pavilion, which is really cool. I did. I guess he could say I did experience it. Right, right. Well, and we all experienced three. I guess, I guess, um, oh, I guess, I guess Bravo did because he's the character in that. Right, right, right. Bravo, it wasn't Dave. Bravo, it was Bravo the tour, the tour guide. guide. Uh, what inspired you to start it? <laughs> I think it was just kind of like a, I, I think it was just kind of a thought like, hey, this looks fun. Let's do it. And then two years later, it's still fun. So I just keep doing it. Right. <laughs> I, I think that's kind of it. But but like channels like the Funkland and, and Disney Dan and TPM Vids, th- those kind of people really inspired me to, to start it because it just was like, hey, no, this looks this looks kind of cool. And what I find fascinating, Dane, and and we talked about this when you were on uh, when you were on the podcast, the New Friends podcast, is uh, you you live in Pennsylvania. And, and I think it's because I I think that's I, I, I think if I would live closer to Florida, I wouldn't have a Disney YouTube channel. Oh, because I could just go to Disney. Okay. So I I, I think it's because I live in Pennsylvania. If you found a new viewer. Which episode or which uh, which video would you recommend that they start with? Well, there's two. There's obviously the one just the Life Pavilion video. Because uh, honestly, I just think that's... That video was me going all out. And I don't really do that often. I, I have like creative ideas, but it's just kind of like, how am I going to do that? With the Wonders of Life Pavilion, I just kind of went screw it if i can't do it let's figure out a way to do it i'll give you an example there's actually two there's actually two takes of the uh, coach's corner there's one that i am just like swinging an invisible bat and then and like an, an invisible golf club and then i went wait a minute in coach's corner you wouldn't be swinging an invisible bat you would actually be swinging the thing and then i redid the take and it was so much better another video because I talk so often about the Wonders of Life video. The other video is probably the Pleasure Island video. That's a great video. Great video. The Pleasure the Pleasure Island video uh, it's I I and it was like this with the Disneyland Gangs video except the the, the Disneyland Social Clubs got mad at me for that video so I had to take it down. But but, uh, but uh, with the Pleasure Island video, I discovered a a community there which I had, hadn't known about before. And I really, I, I decided I needed to make it, I, I needed to reflect those people because really nobody knows about the Pleasure Island community. So I was like, you know what, let's do it. And it turned out, I I, I Yeah, that it. Pleasure Island video is fascinating. I watched that right before you came on our show. If you had one episode that you could delete or what what's the one episode that you really want to delete, you just can't bring yourself to it and why i've actually deleted three videos or, or privated them one was the social clubs video because they got mad at me for doing that for doing that video for some reason and then 
There was two of my first ever videos that I made in like November of 2018. That one is just like a black screen and me just reading out. I don't know why, but for, for some reason it's like trivia facts from like 2014. And I, and I didn't check the date, so they're like, the sorcerer hat is however big and great movie ride is, uh, and I, I, I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing until like, I, I forget when I took that video down, but I watched it and I was like, these facts are from 2014. Like there's no, there's no modern one. So I deleted that one. And then there was just like a random test video, which I don't even, because I, I, I completely deleted it. I don't even know what it was. Like, I completely forget what it was. Uh, the one I haven't deleted is pr is probably, and I really thought, I've really been thinking about deleting this one, is probably the 2020 special. I did at the end of 2019, on like New Year's Day, I made a video about, I made a video recapping the year, slash me talking about the cruise I was about to go on, which like, if you know my channel, I vlogged that entire cruise. So I didn't really need to talk about it before. And now that it's even funnier that it's a 2020, it's the year 2020. But but yeah, it, it, I, I, I literally remember going into that video having no script, remembering off the top of my head the year's highlights and I missed like five and it's amazing because I missed stuff and I didn't even know Remy that <laughs> but uh it, but I missed like five big things and yeah it's just a mess if you're hearing this this like second it comes out or the Monday after I I'm privating that video on Tuesday so if you want to see it go <laughs> make sure you guys check out Big, beautiful Disney on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Watch some of Dane's videos. They are fascinating. It's a uh, deep dive into old school and classic Disney. Dane, thank you so much for stopping by. Also, you can hear Dane on uh, uh, Remy's Roundtable quite regularly. So, again, thank you, Dane, for stopping by. We appreciate you being here. Of course. Thank you for having me on. That's YouTube.com slash C slash Big Beautiful Disney. Hi, this is comedian Miguel Colon, and you're listening to the No New Friends podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott, Mary, and Chris. If you want to check out all of our merchandise, just head on over to our website. That's nonewfriendspodcast.com. There's a link to all of our merchandise or just the merchandise website as a whole. So check that out. That's nonewfriendspodcast.com. So I, I wanted to kind of briefly talk about something that's that's kind of in the current events. And, and you'll have to forgive me. I don't know everything about this story. I don't even know a, a lot about the story. But I want to talk about John Gruden real quick. So John Gruden, uh, 10 years ago. Speak on it, brother. Speak on it. <laughs> John Gruden, the coach, uh, now he's the former coach of the Oakland Raiders, a week ago, or, uh, 10 years ago, back in 2011. He's the former coach of both. The Oakland Raiders and the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Oh yeah, now. that's right. It's the Las Vegas Raiders. I, I, <laughs> I, I'll never get used to that. And then what's the other? The L A no. L A Rams and the uh, 
Oh, no, the LA Chargers. Oh, the LA Chargers. That one's throwing me off. Yeah. So he is no longer the coach of the Raiders now because he sent some emails to Commissioner Roger, Roger Goodell, I believe is what I'm hearing back in 2011 that had some uh, racist slurs and some homophobic uh, vernacular. I, again, I don't know what he said, but now I guess the team and him have mutually decided to part ways. But, you know, it, to me, it's it's the cancel culture thing. And this is something that happened 10 years ago. And and I feel like there's a better solution. You know, come out and say, yeah, I, I was a jerk. I screwed up. I was, you know, whatever. And because the the climate and and the and the, the climate of now is a lot different than it was back in 2011. Should it have been? No, it should be the same climate. But I think we're a lot more inclusive, and and there's a lot more um, diversity awareness or uh, celebration of diversity. And so, to me, comments that were said back in 2011, like, come on, let's just learn from it and move on. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in here really quickly. So I, I do agree with you to an extent, right? So I think there's a few things that need to be measured here. Has he ever displayed this type of behavior before? Is this a pattern, but maybe we didn't know about it? It wasn't public. Uh, maybe they've had like behind closed doors conversations with him before that have led to maybe further investigation or led them to be like, hey, he's like kind of a habitual offender here in this realm. So we need to part ways. It's not good for us. Uh, and then you also have to keep in mind that when you put yourself in a position where you are publicized and people kind of keep you under a microscope that, you know, if you mess up, you mess up like that. Are, that is the dealio of your job. So uh, I I agree with you that our society has changed the way that we uh, interact and engage is different. Uh, I think there is a lot more acceptance. There's, you know, just a lot more diversity, like you said, which is great. I do think that there needs to be almost like a sliding scale of understanding. If someone was like going off the rails and they were hardcore, not in the right space and saying really terrible things consistently, then absolutely not. I guarantee you, you haven't changed. But if it was and like I a agree with you, I agree with or, you on that uh, point completely. Yeah. Um, but also, it, it, it's still one of those things who, how do we decide what the statute of limitations is of like, you said something shitty, ah, oh, but it was two years ago. You know, like, it, where, where do we draw the line where we're going to say, all right, well, that's okay, but it's not okay in this instance. You know, so I think that uh, there's a lot of just like, I don't know. Like there's and and I don't know. I don't know a lot about this at all because it, you know, we're not, we're not the type of podcast that typically talks about this kind of stuff, but I don't know. I just thought of uh, bringing it up. I don't know a whole lot about it. I have some details. Go ahead. Thank you, Chris. Bring it in. So Keyshawn Johnson came out, who was coached by John Gruden and said that he always thought the quote, the dude was a bad guy, said that he was witness of him talking behind people's backs and stuff all the time about stuff. And that since he puts on a smile and won a championship, people love him and, but people don't really know the real him. That was his take on it. Somebody who was coached by him, someone who was coached by him and won a Super Bowl with. So it was kind of like crazy to hear that. But so there are some details that came out. Um, he called uh, Roger Goodell the F word in yeah, the, um, you can't do the that. Yeah. homophobic. Blur F word. 
called him a clueless anti-football P word, uh, which is fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I also called Joe Biden a nervous clueless P word, which I don't understand why he's uh, writing an email. Right? <laughs> an email uh, having that wait, to wait, somebody that else in the NFL. that must have been off, like, recent, though. Yeah, that sounds pretty recent. Oh, wow. Wait, this is really bad. Uh, Michael Sam, who was the first openly gay right. football player, probably one of the first openly gay athletes uh, I think, it, at the it, time. while he was currently active in his sport. Yes. Right. Right. So he had some nasty things to say about that, saying that Roger, he criticized Roger Goodell for pressuring former St. Louis Rams coach Jeff Fisher to draft gay people. Oh, okay. okay. So now I'm going to hop in here. So uh, he's a hot piece of trash, I would say. That yep. is habitual behavior. That is, he definitely doesn't think that what he says is wrong. He probably thinks he can say what he wants to say. I think that he is in a position where he should be scrutinized and he's under the microscope and he said, I don't care. Yeah, I agree. Still did it. Agree a thousand percent at this point. Like it's a, it's a, the the issue is now mute. You're fired. And that's my hot take on that. None of this made headlines. Like I really had to dig deep for this stuff. Like all the all that we read was um, that he said stuff, and that. But now, uh, sportingnews.com has quotes from the emails. They um the the funniest part about all this is if he's really homophobic, and he really feels that way. Um, he coaches he coached the Raiders, and Carl Nassib or Nassib was the came out over the summer as the first openly gay active football player coached by the Raiders. He was on the Raiders. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. That because, guy. I'm, I'm, yeah. 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 Down set, hike his ass out. It's a good conversation though, because we didn't know these details when we first we were talking about this during the break. And it was an interesting, interesting thing. What, what is the statute of limitations on cancel culture? What is now stuff like this that warrants being canceled, yep. right? Agreed. But what, but like what, so, and, and just like Mary was saying, what's the severity of the comments and what's the, you know, and is there, is it habitual? Is it this or that? It looks like it was. And I think this would warrant yep. that. It is a shame because now we do question all, all these, these cancellation of people because of things in the past that are like, well, it was something that was said in like a college newspaper that he wrote or something or a high school newspaper or, or a yearbook. And it's like, well, then, yeah, stuff like that shouldn't really be taken as serious as, as stuff like this. It's just it's a very confusing culture right yeah. now uh, that we are living in for sure. Yeah. I think that if you don't take the time to uh, make adjustments and grow and become a better human, then uh, get out of here. Agreed. You know? Yeah, I, um, I, that's kind of where I stand on that. I don't think there's even a timeline, right? So, like, if I were it, like when I was in high school, people used the R word a lot. Well, as you mm-hmm. know, we evolved and realized that that is very uh, offensive, right? That that doesn't feel good. Yeah. And so everybody adjusted, but some didn't, and some yep. don't want to because they're like, "Well, uh, I've used this word forever. All right, get out of here. You're canceled. I don't like you." So like, yeah, there's definitely a difference for sure. If you're not willing to adjust and like make the world better, then okay, bye. (laughs) Yeah, that was a, that was a good example. Yeah. Because we lived through that. We lived through people saying that and us thinking that it was completely normal. And then, you know, and then if it offends one person, uh, it's, it's offensive, you know? So it's like, and, and when you realize that it's like, okay, well, this is, this needs to stop. Yeah. And I think just being cautious and not cautious but cognizant of other people's feelings and their like life experience right like isn't that like i feel like we all should be striving to make the human experience for everyone better 
you know, like how you had that girl sign your poster. Like that's that's yes. good shit, man. We should all be doing that. Uh, and I don't think that going ask for everybody's autograph. Yeah, that's a good thing. But don't be like, hey, yeah, beepity beep beep. Will you sign this? Like that's not gonna work. <laughs> uh, that's not gonna work. So yeah, that's that's what I my thoughts are on that. Okay, so speaking of controversy, while I have you all here, <laughs> what are a few things that I love? Murder, obviously, right? I love psychology, obviously. Do you know what else I love? Chris, you may not know this. Scott does. Carbs. Um, Uh, Potatoes. uh, Vodka. In all forms. Potatoes. Potatoes in all forms. French fries, soup. Eating things you're allergic to. That too. Complaining Um, about pimples on your face. I love cults. Yes, you do love cults. Oh. I love The Indianapolis cults? No, like. (laughs) Oh, like. like, like, C-A-U. C C U L T S C U L T S not C O. Do you know what Scott doesn't like? Spelling. Scott really loves vowels because he tried to put a lot of them in that spelling. Like, can I get a vowel, please? So I have I have a recommendation. I think, and I didn't hear about this. Of a cult to join? I don't think you want to join this. But so there's a docu series on HBO Max. It's called okay. The Way Down. And it is about, they never <laughs> claimed to be a cult, obviously. But it was this religious center. And the founder claimed that she could help you lose weight through the love of Jesus. <laughs> uh, it, it was actually stop bowing down to the refrigerator, bow down to him. But oh. here's the thing. Okay, so it worked for some women, right? Like they they were like really into it. But they looked at it as like, if I'm not doing this, like, like bad things are going to happen, but bad things were happening and they were using that to pressure the people to lose weight. Oh my so like God. somebody's like somebody <laughs> died and they like were interviewing people. Oh, no. like, they, like they had them really believing that they were like, God was mad at them and they were being punished for somebody in the church and they were doing interrogations. Like who's the weak link? Like, cause it couldn't be the people whose kid died. Right. Like, but it's somebody else. Like somebody is, you're not losing weight. You're not like, there's like this whole thing. Um, and it's, I, I love it so much. Like, I don't love that it happened. Right. That's terrible. But I am so fascinated about how like the grooming process and how all of that works. Like psychologically, it is just, I'm upset and I want to learn about. Mary's going to be like, I have a really great program for you guys. down the line. Mary, if you were to start a cult, what would, kind of the basis of the cult be what what would the beliefs be uh what would you okay so try to accomplish in potatoes we trust right <laughs> so like when you say like the fruit of the earth like that's potatoes um i think that we would probably like if there was like a deity that we need to worship it would be waffles bacon alamode aloysia 3d um i oh think that God. like not like 10 commandments I don't think I can think of 10 of them quickly. Um, but like, I think <laughs> rule number one, just be cool, man. That's a, that's a good yeah. one to uh, live by. I might join this cult, <laughs> actually. Cool, that sounds pretty good um, so far. How do you feel about murder? Potatoes and just chill. Yeah, potatoes and chill. Um, and then, potatoes like, and chill. Would that be the name of the cult? Maybe. Maybe. Um, and then. How do you feel about how murder? How do you feel about murder? So we would have like, instead of Bible study, it would be documentaries that we would watch on like Wednesdays. <laughs> like I would be happy to host that group. Like everybody comes over, I make a nice dinner. We, and then we watch a documentary and then we 
we digest it. Like we talk about it and how maybe it's relevant in our lives right now. Like, like maybe I could do a women's group and we watch an episode of snapped. And then we talk about like, I wish he would, because you know, like, I think I'm onto something. I don't want to share all my secrets now because maybe somebody's going to steal it instead of like collecting money, maybe like the, you know, passing things around. Like I collect, like, I don't know shiny things or things that could be useful like do you have a, a, like a can opener like oh maybe something God. i don't know a pen a spare pen a <laughs> hair tie i would kill for hair ties just send those in the offering plate maybe just things to like stock our bar because i definitely think it would be like a boozy service we'd probably have a mimosa bar popping bottles for a good cause you know popping bottles for fellowship good yeah you know fellowship gotcha all uh, right well listen that's gonna do it for us today and uh, as always, please make sure that no, I'm just kidding, Mary. Tell us about Waffle's birthday. <laughs> I got real sad. My beautiful butterfly <laughs> baby, Waffle's Bacon Alamode Aloysius Reedy, turned one on Sunday. She she had a great I time. She had a howling it. good time. I you know, I listened she to our episode that. that just came out on Sunday where I wish I, and like I still can't believe that I did this. And I can't believe that I'm I'm okay. I'm playing I'm enabling this behavior. But continue, please. Okay, look, but she was adorable. So we we did photos, and she wore this really cute pink tutu. It was adorable, and she I made her a second one just in case she needed it. Uh, she she didn't love the second one though. She definitely liked the pink one better than the purple and blue one. But uh, Chris, are you and Emily like this with your dogs or with your dog at all? Uh, it was actually Bailey's birthday the other right. day. It was on the seventh, and and I took I mean uh, I only did this because my sister made me. My uh, Bailey and her brother live together. Uh, technically, my sister owns who the brother lives attached to us, right? So, uh, Jesus, my sister, do you have like a whole uh, compound like, over there? They do. That's another cult. Oh, we'll yeah. talk about that yeah, at one of our 45. studies. <laughs> You'll be a whole miles. Wednesday night topic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Brittany texts me and goes, um, let's take the dogs to, to the pet store today. I was like, all right, well, Bailey's awful with other dogs. So this should be fun. Should be. So that's what I did. We went to, we went to pet supply plus. I did take some pictures of Bailey, uh, picking out her, her birthday toy. She didn't pick it out. She could never, I did it. <laughs> so, and cause she, cause I'm not spending more than X amount of money on her. I did get her a little birthday treat, her little annual birthday treat. I got her a pig ear. I got her uh, a huge, uh, it's about as big as her lamb, lammy. And yeah, but no, we didn't do the whole happy. Uh, we did say happy birthday. Okay. We did All of what birthday. you're saying seems yeah. appropriate for a dog's birthday. I mean, like I don't really do anything except for, you know, give my, and, and that doesn't mean I don't love my dogs any less than you guys do, but you know, and, and we do it, they have a stocking for Christmas, but you know, it's just little treats, whatever. Mary. So we did photos <laughs> and she had a doggy cake that was like dog friendly. Here's the thing. She hated it because she knew it wasn't a people cake. She was like, this is garbage. <laughs> and so she really didn't eat it. She didn't. So that was fine. Whatever. Don't lie. Did you try it? No, I was afraid to try oh, it. Oh, I'll try that I stuff. Don't... Dude, we, we have cookie-shaped dog treats that taste like generic, less flavored Oreos. They look like Oreos and they taste like Oreos, but not as good. Okay. Well, I've tried them so open. Did, this is another conversation. Like she didn't like it, but that's okay. So, um, we did some frosty paws, which is like, you know, like doggy ice cream. We sang happy birthday to her and she loved frosty it. paws. That's what it's called, frosty paws. We sang happy <laughs> birthday to her and we gave her her presents and it was so cute because she like was pulling them out of the bag 
Um, and it was it was really sweet. She had a great day. She was very tuckered out by the end of the day. And I want to know if your family <laughs> gives you eye rolls during this, or or do they just enable this behavior and just uh, you know to to make my you happy? My sister was my sister was texting me wanting photos of Waffles' photo shoot because she understands that Waffles is the light of my life. <laughs> Like my kids are cool, but like the dog, I don't know. <laughs> Why are you making that face? Because I, love I this pup. you to me, you are like the current day version of Paris Hilton with her little pink uh, thing with the the the, the <laughs> Chihuahua in her purse. No, that's not. No, it's Elle Woods from uh, Legally Blonde with Bruiser the right, Chihuahua. Close, I mean, yeah. I would take that You're over close. Paris Hilton, but I have looked into the backpacks where you can carry corgis in those. <laughs> I saw one at Walmart. I could have asked that person to uh, take it off their back for <laughs> you if I would have known. Next next Walmart trip, Thank I'll look for one. They're it. they're out Thank about. So Oh, All right. Well, happy birthday, waffles, and and now happy I'm glad we don't have to talk about that again for another year. Ooh, waffles. Yeah, you got a few months. Good. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for us for this episode. As always, please connect with us. Uh, NoNewFriendsPodcast.com has all of our links. Join our Patreon. Check out our merchandise. Connect with us on all of our social media. It's all right there. On behalf of Mary and Chris, I'm Scott. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Okay. Bye.